wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. Have you ever wondered if you should do hypnosis or coaching? I know that sometimes people will reach out to me and say that they have a coach. They don't think they should do hypnosis right now. And sometimes people pause their coaching to do hypnosis with me and then to go back to coaching. So which is it? What is the right answer? And I'm going to start this conversation off by saying both and you can do both. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing both. Coaching is a very valuable thing. It sets you up in a dynamic where you can literally step back, reflect, take a look at what you're dealing with and get a different perspective, a fresh way of thinking about your challenge, your problem, whatever it may be. And through that fresh perspective, you can approach the problem differently from a conscious perspective, right? However, I would encourage you to think about what could be fueling the problem subconsciously. I'm going to give you a few different scenarios of things that some of my clients in the past have experienced and even some things that people have reached out to me about that maybe we didn't end up working together and how there is a subconscious component to that that may have nothing to do with anything. So I want to start with one example and you're going to think this has nothing to do with business. This has nothing to do with entrepreneurship, but I'm going to show you how 100% it does. I reached out to a friend who has just in an amazing way supported me in, in, in business. And I just basically said, you know, like we're in a little bit of a deficit here. I just want to offer you a session. It was like, great. You can help me deal with this fear that I have. So there was this fear that was taking place and it's a normal average run-of-the-mill fear. I'm going to just toss out there, let's say it's something like fear of elevators. Okay, that'll be what we'll use for confidentiality's sake, fear of elevators. So as we dove into this fear of elevators, what came out of it was not the elevator at all. 
what came out of it was what the elevator represented. Being in a space where, and again, I'm doing my best to reframe this to maintain confidentiality at all costs. Being in an elevator represented being in a space with people where they would be noticed. Have you ever gotten on an elevator with other people? And when you've gotten on that elevator, have you ever been able to not notice the other people on the elevator? It's impossible. Someone's going to say hello, or people need to move around and make room, or maybe you're trying to decide where you want to stand. If there's several people on the elevator, because you want our personal space, we want to be safe, whatever. So you're noticed people see you and basically through the work that we did together, everything that unraveled is what will people think of me? Am I good enough? Will people think there's something wrong with me? Am I an imposter? Do I fit in this room of people? So even though the thing was around the elevator, it really wasn't the elevator at all. The elevator was a socially acceptable expression of this deeper, deeper fear. Now, I would be quite comfortable saying that this person had probably had coaches to work around trusting themselves, dealing with doubt and that kind of thing. But these were some really deep-seated beliefs and stories going on there that it was coming out as couldn't get on an elevator. And we think we know what the problem is, and we don't always know what the problem is is. I've heard people say, you just got to be more committed. 99% committed is a bitch. That's one that a coach would say to me and absolutely love him and admire him with the point being just decide and do it, right? You don't try, you just decide and do it. And when you come up against these things that are getting in your way, you face those things head on. And you deal with them. That's how you get from 99% committed to 100% committed. But when someone tells us you're just not committed enough and we don't understand what is causing us to procrastinate, when we don't understand what is causing us to overthink, when we don't understand what is keeping us in this place of being the bottleneck in our business, trying to do everything ourselves when we know we should be paying somebody else to do it. Those are all subconscious things. So your coach can coach you on strategies. Your coach can coach you on hiring a team member. Your coach can give you direction for marketing and say, this is your marketing strategy. You need to go out and give me this piece of content. And we're going to do this blog post and this podcast. And we're going to take it and turn it into all of this social media content. And you're sitting there going, I just don't like to write. I can't do a blog post. I don't like to write. That's not going to happen. What is going on there? Because that, that, that avoidance is also a subconscious behavior. These things are subconscious. There is something saying, no, we can't go there. No, we don't want to experience that. This is where hypnosis is different from coaching. Coaching can give you a strategy. Coaching can give you a perspective. 
hypnosis goes in and finds the thing that's getting in the way and it just we just neutralize it we remove it and now there are different types of hypnosis i'll do an upcoming podcast episode on that there are different types of hypnosis uh meant for different not i wouldn't say they're meant for different things but they're used in different ways but the style of hypnosis that I do with clients in, in a one-on-one basis, we are going to get insight around whatever it is that is, is creating this behavior, whatever it is that's getting in a way, overthinking, the worrying, the people pleasing, the busyness, whatever it may be, we're going to go in and we're going we're gonna to get the insight. What happens when we get insight? Because I know you're going to say, when I work with a coach, I get insight. Yeah. However, with hypnosis, we get insight back at where the root of the belief started, right? We want to get rid of that emotional resonance. If you're into frequency, if you're into resonance, you know that if you have a tuning fork at 528 hertz and you have another tuning fork a foot away at 528 hertz and you tap one tuning fork very firmly, the other tuning fork is going to vibrate because they are on the same frequency. Emotions do the same thing. So sure, you can get insight around your current situation with coaching, but with hypnosis, we get insight with the thing that's resonating and In that moment of insight, your neural pathways become very malleable. You become hyper-suggestible. And that's where we lay in those new beliefs around the identity that you desire to be. That's where that comes in. People, it's pretty much agreed upon in terms of neuroplasticity that once you have a neural pathway and that neural pathway has been well-traveled, neurons that wire that fire together, wire together, those neural pathways don't go away. So when you're using more, some more classical basic methods of hypnosis, what you're doing is you're creating a new neural pathway in hypnosis, right? The old pathway is still there. You're creating new pathway and we're really ingraining that neural pathway at an accelerated pace, okay? When the brain has placed a level of importance on a belief, that's different than a habit. It's different than a habit of thinking. So when you go in and the brain forms a new belief and goes, oh, (laughs) there's nothing wrong with me. I can get on elevators. That's no big deal because there's nothing wrong with me. When you get that insight at the subconscious level, and you immediately, you've told the brain, this is not true. And you actually form a new belief, not just a neural pathway, but a new belief. You put things on hyperspeed. You put things on hyperspeed, you accelerate things. Now, it's like I tell all of my clients, I can get you this, the subconscious transformation. I can get you the shift. But then it's up to you what you do with the shift afterwards to actually go out and take action and do those things. So that's one other example. And let's see, 
hypnosis versus coaching. I think that sometimes when we're dealing with coaching, we can, and this just doesn't tie back hypnosis to coaching. I think this, what I'm about to share applies to any and all professions from healthcare to politics, to people who do any kind of training or mentorship. When someone comes to us and they're seeking advice and counsel, they're automatically more suggestible. And sometimes in coaching, especially when you're teaching strategies and ways of navigating certain problems in business, we can only operate from the level to which we have worked through things ourselves. So there can even inadvertently be some degree of projection of our own beliefs. And we can pick those things up from the people who coach us or mentor us because we're in a slightly more suggestible state. And this is why it's so important when hiring a coach that you hire someone who is aligned with you because if you hire someone who's not aligned with you and where you want to go they may be teaching you strategies that just don't feel good and then you may get confused and you may doubt yourself however at the same time you may be telling yourself this just isn't aligned when there's a part of you inside that is screaming this doesn't feel safe. I've never done this before. I'm not sure about this. I don't think I can do this. So there is a difference between things not aligning in subconscious resistance. So within hypnosis, this is why I go to my clients and we do identity work. And I'm like, what is it that you want? What is it that you desire out of this? And I will introduce ways of thinking about things differently. I'll ask questions to get people thinking, but it is a, a value of mine to be an in integrity, to not tell people what to think. I will tell people sometimes if I think someone would benefit from a certain podcast or a certain book, I will encourage people, you know, what, why don't you go check this out? and see how it lands with you. And a lot of times I hit the mark right on, not always, but then that gives me information back as well in work with the client. It's important to me within hypnosis, things that we hope to achieve in hypnosis is a better way of thinking, feeling, and believing about what it is that we want in our life, to let go of the things that don't align with the way we want to think, feel, and believe. And we're doing this from perspective that's not conscious because in my experience, thousands of hours of sessions, I could probably count on one hand the number of times that the thing that the client believed was the cause of the problem was connected to the problem. Most of the time, it's a symptom of something else. 
And if you're an entrepreneur and you're listening to this, you know all about symptom hunting and those kinds of things because you use it in your business all the time. It's the same thing with the subconscious. The cause is rarely what's showing up as the symptoms. And a lot of times people don't even realize a symptom is a symptom, which is why we're having this conversation right now. And I'm able to have that understanding that most people who are addicted to busyness have this story that they just have a really good work ethic. I work 12, 14 hours a day, seven days a week. Is it a good work ethic? Does your business really require you to spend 10, 12, 14 hours a day? Does it really require that much of you? Or is it something else? Is there a drive there that you have to? If you're telling yourself you have to, I have to do this. I have to show up this way. There's a story there. There's something underneath the surface. And there are coaches who encourage this behavior. I looked up the statistics and 95% of entrepreneurs who were surveyed report symptoms of burnout. 95%. I think that's a clue that there's something that needs to be done differently. We've got to stop thinking about mindset in entrepreneurship differently. We've got to stop thinking about fear in entrepreneurship differently. We've got to redefine, and this is already happening. I don't have to do it. It's already happening and it's unfolding. And I'm here to hold your hand and help you get to the other side of this, this idea that success means that you have to show up in your business a certain way. It's falling apart. It's falling apart. And I look forward to the day that this entire paradigm that you have to struggle, that you have to be hugely competitive. And I think a lot of it's false competition that you have to be in this space of fighting for your life in your business. I'll be glad when that's gone because there are healthier ways to grow a successful business. That doesn't mean that there aren't times where you have to work more than you would like to work. It doesn't mean that there aren't times where for a short period of time, you may find yourself in a project where maybe you have to work seven days a week for the short term. But if you find yourself not being able to say no to opportunities because you feel like you've got to in order to be able to succeed, if you can't say no to what needs to be done, then there's something to be evaluated there. And coaching is not going to move you out of that because there's something else driving that much deeper. Maybe a scarcity mindset, maybe a lack mindset, Maybe there's a deep-seated fear around safety, security, be it financial relationships. Hypnosis can help you to neutralize those things so you can have clarity, you can have focus, you can enjoy your life that you're creating on the journey. That's what it means to have a satisfying life, to be able to enjoy what you're doing as you're doing it. Business is not hard unless we think it's hard. Business is not hard unless we think it is hard. That word creates all kinds of chemical release in the brain. 
which then fuels your thinking, which then fuels your inner critic, which then fuels the beliefs and the behaviors that cause you to get frustrated and you're repeating the same things over and over. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. If there's somewhere you want to go in your business and you want to get there faster, if there's somewhere you want to get in your personal life and you want to get there faster, if you want to be satisfied in your life, if you want to be satisfied in your business and you don't want to sit here and buy into the idea that it takes years to accomplish that or that you have to live with it forever, then I want you to reach out to me. Let's have a call together. Let's do your identity blueprint. Let's do your identity blueprint. And then if there's gaps there that you want to address, and I feel like I can help you and you're interested in working with me, then I'm more than happy to share what that looks like. There'll be a link below. You can use that link and schedule your call. I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference elevating humanity and mankind.